Right at the Fork is brought to you by our friends at Harry and David. You may know Harry and David for their gifts, but many people have grown to appreciate their homegrown products for easy, delicious home entertaining, from ready-made appetizers to complete gourmet dinners. Find out all you need to know at harryanddavid.com. And from now until the end of February, enter the promo code PDX10 on harryanddavid.com to get 10% off. And thank you, Harry and David. Well, hello. Welcome to our podcast, Right at the Fork. I am very happy to say it happens to be a soundbite week where we feature some of Portland's coolest people, most knowledgeable people, giving you some suggestions about where to go on a specific topic. And this week, it happens to be one of the people that I am, I feel very privileged to have met in my days doing Portland Food Adventures. Met her when she was um, handling a lot of events at Raven and Rose and the Rookery, Natalia Torral. And uh, since then, we've become, uh, we've become very friendly and um, hang out a little bit. And she's worked on a project with me. And um, I was very happy to ask her if she'd like to do a little soundbite uh, explaining some of her favorite dive bars in Portland. Now, Natalia, she'll, you'll hear about her resume. She's worked at some of the places that have some of the best craft cocktails in Portland, but she's pretty knowledgeable about drinks. And uh, as a matter of fact, I'm not. So, uh, but I was happy to hear that the two places I would mention if someone asked me about dive bars, Renner's and uh, Reel Em In, uh, were on her list. So now I don't feel so bad about my drinking knowledge. Uh, at any rate, I think you'll expand your drinking knowledge quite a bit, and you'll really enjoy Natalia's take on some really cool places. You probably want to make sure to stop into some of them and try them and uh, think of her and think of Right at the Fork while you're doing so. Hey, I'm Natalia Terrell. I'm a freelance event planner in Portland, Oregon. Um, I do events for spirit brands, restaurants, and I throw parties for the hell of it. In the past, I've worked with Raven and Rose and Nostrana and Multnomah Whiskey Library, all great places that gave me a ton of knowledge and spirits, cocktails and food. And I love it all. It's really no secret that a well-balanced cocktail is hard to beat, and that is why I drink a lot of them. But if I sometimes push aside that quest for five ingredient drinks and I stop wondering about the recipe accuracy of my old fashioned. Um, what's really true is that often I just want a casual glass of strong booze in a comfy dark bar. And more often than not, that's at a dive bar. There are a lot of opinions of what makes a dive bar actually divey. And there's no offense to those of you that have long-standing love affairs with your closest dive bar, but I think we can agree that dive bars are roughed up and dirty, often scary, scary enough to keep most of the population away. Um, they're typically in neighborhoods and have been open and surviving as a business for a good long chunk of time. I think that the maintenance schedules in dive bars are loose, if they even exist at all. 
The signage is handwritten and often hilarious. The floors might be a bit unbalanced. Um, the bathroom stalls don't close. The jukebox eats your money and doesn't play your song. There's impressively old carpet in the bathrooms and the bar stools are all held together with duct tape. But even because of all of that, even through all of that, they still gathered a killer following of guests and have withstood the ebbs of the economy and are open and thriving. Maybe just barely, but they are. Dive bars are a casual place, and what's cool about that is that everyone can go. You can be dressed up, you can go after work, you can probably go in your pajamas, you can go hungover. I like to sit, drink, stare at a TV, eat a fried thing, drink a $4 whiskey, maybe play some pool or some titty touch, order my friends copious amounts of jello shots. Whatever it is, that's the point. It's a place to go and hang out. Because, let's be honest, we're not going to a dive bar to expand our taste buds on classic cocktail revivals. There's a place for that in the city, too. We're going to dive bars because we want a buzz, and we probably just don't want to go home yet. So I have a list of places that I like to go, and I think you'll be able to click on the links on the website here to get more information of where they are and what they're about. First off is Lowbrow Lounge. Many say that this is an intentional dive because it's in the Pearl. It's across the street from bajillion dollar lofts. So sure, it's a high-priced neighborhood in the core of the city, but I think that I don't care. I've loved Lowbrow since I moved to Portland, and that was back when I thought wholeheartedly that the Pearl was a scary place to hang out. And now I go there quite often with my friends. They have $1 ice cream sandwiches on the menu and they have Big Buck Hunter HD where we will literally play for hours and hours. It's a good time. And Brian is the barman there who I think is one of the best bartenders in the city. Not to mention one of the best Buck Hunter players in the world. And speaking of Buck Hunter, Joe's Cellar in Northwest on Northwest 21st is another place that I like to go play. And I believe that this bar was once condemned, but then reopened because, voila, it's not condemned anymore. I don't know the full story. But it was shut down for a little while, reopened again. It's a wonderful place with free popcorn, karaoke on the weekends, of course, organ lottery and pool tables. And the room where the Big Buck Hunter HD is is large and a little off to the side, so you can mob up in there with all of your people and have a little tournament. One of the events that I do is produce the Bartender Cocktail Competition at Whiskey Town, USA. And last year, it was in an area in an undeveloped lot in Northwest, and after the event, the crew and I walked over to the Dockside Saloon to grab some food. And I had never heard of this place before and learned quickly that it has been there for a very long time. Back when it was really just a destination dive for workers in the area, probably a lot of train workers, which is now surrounded by $800,000 waterfront micro lofts. Um, but a fun fact is that this is the place where Portland police found the evidence that convicted Tanya Harding for her knee-smashing crime against Nancy Kerrigan. And I thought that that was well worth a beer and a burger. 
So there's a lot of bars around town that have video games, Big Block Hunter, etc. Um, and then there's some around town that do things a little bit differently. And so that's what the next two places are. Um, Renner's in Multnomah Village is so awesome. They've been there for 75 years. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, but my favorite part is that on Christmas Eve, there really are a few places that I'd rather be because they have live bingo. And last year I went and won a lot of money. You can just sit there and play bingo and win cash and buy more beer and buy a burger and play more bingo. And it's really, really fun. The other place is Virginia Cafe. Now this place has also been around for a really long time. It's been open for about a hundred years. It's bounced around a couple different spots. They have a really cool contest called the Best Kissing Block Contest, where you basically make out with a napkin and win free booze and prizes. And I did it once, and I lost to a much more full-lipped woman, understandably. But I always did like Virginia Cafe. So I, when I worked downtown, it's a really good stop for bar industry folks like me and my friends because they have enough for a nut to get the whole city drunk. And the last three places that I want to list are mostly on this list because of the food aspect. Um, first, Mary's. Yes, it's a strip club. Strip clubs are at the core of the dive bar culture, I think, in Portland. We have so many strip clubs here. Um, but this one's special. Not only did I just learn that Courtney Love used to dance there back in the day, some faraway day, but also, it is next door to Santeria, so you can go for the girls and some drinks and upgrade your life a little bit by getting some kick-ass carnitas tacos from the Santeria next door. Then there's Gil's Speakeasy in Inner Southeast. I've known a lot of bartenders that have worked here, so I've definitely come in and out of these of this place Portland Cocktail Week to play pool, get a cheap drink on the way home. But I think the thing that I like the most is that on Thursdays, they have $10 prime rib dinners. And if there's one way to my heart, it might be prime rib. And if it's not prime rib, then it's definitely fried chicken from Real Amen. <laughs> because it's cheap, it's perfectly cooked, and it comes with not enough hot sauce to drown you. But Pair it with some tall boys, a pile of JoJo's, and I am one happy person. And I keep hearing that Relimin is going to close, and they haven't yet, which is lovely for me because it's one of my favorite hangover spots and one of my favorite lunch spots. So that's my short list. I think Portland has a very robust and saturated bar scene. I think that we have every single kind of bar and many examples of each, so nobody really has to go very far to get exactly what they're looking for, and that is even included in a dive. And I like that people have their main places that they go to on a regular basis, and maybe you'll check some of these places out as well. Right at the Fork is hosted by Chris Angelus, produced by me, Heather Jones, and expertly sound engineered by Court Johnson. We record at the beautiful studios of Alpha Media, and we can be found anywhere on the internets where you can listen to podcasts. If you want to find us and talk to us, we love emails and tweets and Facebook posts. You can find us at rightatthefork at gmail.com, on Facebook at Right at the Fork, and on on Twitter at Food Podcast PDF. We go to sing out back and dance till we fall down.